Hi, Tim Hart here. Welcome to this edition of Along the Four Steps Road podcast. And I have a, a special guest today, Mr. Brian Bosey from B3C. And I, I think you're going to be kind of amazed. I met these folks back several years ago. Uh, a guy, a friend for years and years, a real old guy, Mike Hurst. He's a kind of a manufacturer's rep, covers a lot of uh, the United States with different products and uh, equipment and things like that with his company. And he had called me one day and said, I want to send you some stuff. So I, I looked at it. And then a few weeks after that, we kind of planned to to run up the coast, uh, heading up to Rhode Island. And we were kind of being chased by Hurricane Sandy, which was about 11 years ago, I guess. I dropped by and I met Brian in the group. And and uh, I think you're going to be quite impressed. So uh, welcome, Brian. Let's see if we can get you up here. Nice to be here. This is a, thank you for having me on. This is really an honor. Well, I've got some some pretty, I guess you'd say, special followers. Not a whole lot of them, but we uh, we cover a lot of folks in different areas with the training and stuff. And and um, I have I have um, since we had met. I've used, you know, ethanol shield and diesel mechanic, a mechanic in a bottle, and even tried a couple of the um, the uh, your water snakes and things in the in my tractor and all. And I've, I've, you know, when I met you guys, it was kind of like, and I know you're in a bigger building now, but I met you guys and it's kind of like a bunch of mad scientists sitting around coming up with things for outdoor power and trucking and diesel and fuels. And cause all the ethanol stuff was coming in, you know, at that time in the fuels and, and you guys just come up with some super cool stuff that helps out uh, different equipment operators and, and things when it comes to uh, uh, a lot of it trying to get rid of water or ethanol or whatever. But it's uh, it's it's really neat the way y'all come up with stuff like that. I've always been impressed. And you've got a, a new product in, uh, in some bar and chain oil that uh, Mike had told me about. He sent me a sample of it. And and uh, so far, I'm very impressed, very, very impressed with it. And we just want to find out some more about that when we get to it. But I, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm an open book. I'm, I'm, I'm listening to what all you have. A little bit about B3C, and I know you're one of the Bs. It, you know, I'm the inventor. I invent all the products, uh, actually the founder. And, uh, you know, I always focus in on fixing uh, existing problems. And maybe a little bit different than everybody else, but there's problems and water is the root cause of uh, most of the problems in diesel, gas and hydraulics. So we have more solutions for uh, mitigating water than anyone in the world. Um, we've actually do uh, uh, molecular sieves for gas, diesel and hydraulics that remove the water on a molecular level. We also do it on a chemical uh, level also. Uh, you know, the, the problem is, is these new uh, gasoline, diesel blends, e even the hydraulics, they're loaded with water. Uh, right out of the pump, if you, if you look at ethanol, uh, it's supposed to be a thousand parts per million, and, and we're seeing three times that at the pump. Same with diesel. Every time they get a load of diesel, uh, every time a tanker load of diesel drops off, there's about seven gallons of water dissolved in the diesel. Wow. And over time, it falls to the bottom, and, and it becomes a huge problem. So we, that's what the focus is on is, is, is fixing things and then preventing it from happening in the first place. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So. And so some, some of your, your, your products, I know that, that you've had for the ethanol, basically that's the same thing. You're trying to keep the moisture from phase separating uh, two cycle fuel mix and those kinds of things. 
It, it, yeah, we work with a major manufacturer. We were in, have been in actually over 20 million boxes of equipment. We wow. actually, uh, an ethanol shield, two cycle oil. Um, so we've been out there for years. We have more manufacturers that actually use our product, recommend it. We do a lot of private labeling for engine, we, uh, for engine manufacturers. Um, so we're, we're kind of behind the scenes. Um, okay. uh, but you know, we're out there. Uh, and again, we have unique solutions that nobody else has in the world. And so I focus in on, uh, that little niche markets usually, um, and try to fix things. Mm -hmm. Well, the, I guess it's been, I don't know, probably three years ago or so that I got a, a sample of the, the barn chain oil and, uh, it's biodegradable. I know that yes. for a fact. And, you know, over the years, um, major manufacturers of chainsaws, they've gotten suppliers of, of canola based or, uh, rapeseed based, those kinds of things. And a lot of that came, uh, from Europe and, um, you know, then then y'all started working on this process here. And the first I got was it was very clear. I used it and it, it worked. It worked super. I mean, as far as lubricating the chain. Now you've added a little bit of color to it, it looks like. And you and uh, I've used it here on this latest version. And I'm I mean, it's amazing. Well, this has been a prog. You know, this, it was the start. You know, they use water soluble lubricants. The Navy uses it extensively. They, they uh, they're PAG, PEG lubricants, and um, they're super high end. And the Navy uses them because they don't want any sheen if they have a leak. Um, so these are water soluble lubricants that are actually exceeding petroleum based. That's what I st where I started with this. Mm -hmm. So we start with water soluble um, because I don't want to have a sheen. You know, one gallon of uh, uh, bar and chain oil can contaminate a million gallons of drinking water. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you really look at it, the chain is moving quite quickly, 55 to 60 miles an hour. I, you have that probably that number better than I do. That's exact. That? Yeah. About 88 feet per second. Mm -hmm. So the, the life of the chain lubricant, if you look at a 30 inch bar is 0.04 seconds, mm -hmm. continuously being, uh, you know, replenished. So the, the, the key is to make sure it sticks. That's where the, the uh, better than oil we're calling it right now, but we're going to change it to mechanic in a bottle bar and chain because I had to pass my, my, my test. My, this is my prime, the, it's a premier name for me. So it has to be the best of the best. And this latest formula, we're going to uh, change the name to mechanic in a bottle bar and chain, you know, the, and the water soluble lubricants actually disperse the heat a tremendous amount better than uh petroleum based mm -hmm. uh we're like 93 percent better uh heat dissipation well you know if you reduce the heat you reduce the friction we lower the friction then you have no wear and there's no pressure on a chain very little you know 10 20 30 50 pounds max mm -hmm. so there's not it's dispersed over the length of the chain at the at the bar and that right there where the bar and the chain meet is where all your friction starts so if we re reduce that friction and dis dissipate uh, dissipate the heat better then uh we're you know we're seeing dramatic reduction in temperatures we mm -hmm. were just uh, there was a guy in west virginia the fire chief was testing it out and he was using um, a, a name brand top 
name brand. And he was, uh, he was, he had a heat gun cause he was a fire chief. And he said he was running about 130 degrees. He switched over to the latest better than oil. And he went down to 89 degrees at the bar. Mm. It's just a dramatic reduction. It, it lubricates. And remember the life of the lubrication is less than a second because mm -hmm. it's completely being replenished all the time. It ends up all on the ground. So what we have is a unique thickening agent that's thixotropic, which means it looks thick, but it actually gloms on, has surface active, and it actually uh, it gloms onto the surface. That's why it's, it, it stays on the chain for that partial second. And then when it hits the ground, it has, there's no harm because mm -hmm. it's water soluble. So there's no, you can go over pavers, you can go next to a house, you can go next to a garden. It's, it's not going to hurt anything. It doesn't kill anything. Um, and it doesn't stain your, your concrete or your pavers or your roof tile. You know, sometimes you have roof and the guy's leaking. I mean, in fact, I had to chainsaw, uh, cut some trees down on my property here and he set the chainsaw on the, the lawn and it killed uh, my lawn in that area because it was, it leaked out. Mm -hmm. So this mitigates all those problems. And yeah, um, I, I, uh, I uh, took, you know, and just playing with stuff. I poured some out and then a little bit of rain and that kind of stuff. It, it came out clear. I noticed that it, it, you know, it has a lot of, I always do a finger test. You know, you, you see the strands of the, of the resin or whatever that's, that makes it attack agent. And um, what I've noticed is, and this is something, especially out West with the longer bar stuff is, is you've got the situation of uh, everybody wants to turn their oiler up, you know, trying to get all kinds of, of flow. But with this stuff, it's not that necessary. I mean, you can keep your oil flow down and because it hangs to the bar and to the chain so well, and like you say, I think it's cutting temperatures down a good bit too. It, it's, it's amazing stuff. It, it really is. I mean, the, and every generation gets a little better because I, I, I keep tweaking it. I, mm -hmm. I mean, it's just like my ethanol shield and mechanic in a bottle. I started off with one formula and then every, every, every as, as I learned more, it, I keep tweaking it more and more. More I learn about fuel, uh, I keep trying to be ahead of the, the EPA because EPA keeps changing fuel. So I, I keep changing. So I, I constantly are tweaking and making things better and then testing. Mm -hmm. So what, um, Mike had mentioned something about you, you had some trees in this stuff. To the point, I, I, I know you want to go talk about the, the secret formula recipe, but but he said you had uh, more or less some of the, the products were coming off of trees, which I know a lot of products come off of it's, trees. Yeah, it's a, actually it's a residue from a pine tree. It's pine. It's, so they, 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 they process pine trees and they end up with this and then they, uh, work on a lubricant from there. They uh -huh. manipulate it from, it's from pine sap basically. Uh -huh. So it's kind of recycled stuff instead of a it's plant. Like it's, it's, it's altered. Kind of recycled stuff. Lubricant. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's pretty cool. But, um, yeah, and it has a, it has a pleasant smell to it also. I mean, you don't really smell it out of the bottle. And the guys were saying yesterday, I was doing some training and, uh, and uh, we're using it. He said, what's it, what's it smell? And I said, well, which one? You know, you can kind of smell the, the fuel that I burn a little bit, but it's, um, you know, I said, no, no. And when you start to smell the bar, it's a bar and chain. It kind of gives a pleasant, a pleasant odor off of it as it heats. It, 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 I, that's the first I've heard of that. So that's, that's interesting. That's, that's pretty neat. Yeah. I mean, it's, there's, it's, it's, it's clean. It's, it's running clean. So, you know, there's not much there. 
uh, at the end. So, yeah, that's, that's, that's absolutely amazing. And so, um, you know, when you, when you start to, to think about the, I was looking at some of the prices of other ones in the market too, you're, you're a little bit lower, uh, than, than the actual, uh, other brands that I see out there. And, uh, I mean, it, it, uh, it does what it's supposed to do. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of excited about this stuff. I mean, it, uh, I, a lot of the places I go with the training, like two or three weeks ago, we're out in California and, and they're kind of mandated to use the, the biodegradable and all their equipment. And uh, there's another thing I wanted to ask you about was uh, some of the hydraulic stuff, but, um, you know, in all their equipment, they're supposed to uh, use some type of a bio-based and then other other cities and counties and stuff have gone to it too because they found it you know different things to work in their large equipment and so on the saws they're going with the with the biodegradable also well it makes sense i mean everything is going green and then suddenly some of the cheap bar and chain i'm telling you there's cancer causing benzenes and it's they use line wash um i mean God only knows that on that cheap bar and chain, what's in that bottle. And then they put a, a tackifier in it and they call it bar and chain and they sell it for really cheap. And at the end, it's uh, probably does the job, but I mean, what, at what expense to the environment? I mean, there's always a balance. That's why I ha this has to be price competitive because I know it's bar and chain. I'm competing against line wash. Mm -hmm. So it has to be priced as aggressively as I can because it's, it's, it's a function. Everyone, uh, sales are a function of price. You, mm -hmm. you can't sell something that's so over the market. No one will ever buy it. Well, so I haven't, I haven't that. played with it too close on that aspect, but I was thinking the other day is, is that, um, you know, I want, I want to kind of see, I think, uh, because of the way it stays on there, you can probably reduce. If you were to look at a gallon of this versus a gallon of that, you can probably go a lot farther with this, uh, this than the other brands i've never done any testing on the reduced i do have a a, a a super lubricant that i'm working on that would you could cut the oil down 90 percent mm -hmm. and it'll actually do better than than anything else i mean literally just it doesn't make it's it's super it's a really polar oil that has high lubrication properties to it mm -hmm. um i i was testing last summer and it's I, uh, virtually the, after cutting thousands of cuts, the, the chain in the bar did not look like it was being, it was ever used. Mm -hmm. so. Well, good sharp chain makes a big, big difference. I always tell the guys that, you know, everybody talks about my bar and chain smoking. Well, metal doesn't smoke, you know, it's, it's burning off oil or paint or something. So that means the temperature is too high. So the oil helps to keep the temperature down and lubricates, but, but also if you run dull chain, the temperature goes way up real quick. Uh, that's so true you know you see pictures of uh when a chain starts dusting the mm -hmm. you know the the wood it's like sharpen the chain i mean it's just like first thing to do is sharpen the chain if you see if it's not chipping and it's dusting and you're getting really fine particles you know there's a problem with the chain sharpen it it's and that's where the training comes in i mean it's just it's that simple mm -hmm. Well, where is the, is the, uh, better than oil available? Is it, you've got a lot of outlets for it. Well, the, see, we have OEMs using it, uh, on the battery side right now. Okay. And that was focused because I was reducing friction dramatically over petroleum mm -hmm. and battery 
uh, you know, his going to be the future for kind of goes hand in hand with the, with the green stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, typical petroleum oil with a tackifier. That's a, a good tackifier. Tackifiers actually create friction and friction is an, an enemy to a battery because the life of the saw is only as good as the battery. So the more friction you have and up to 17% of the, of the power is the chain against the bar. So this, these formulas were made to reduce friction dramatically. So you can have a little better battery life. Mm-hmm. That was the f- first, um, we are selling direct right now through distributors for the, the uh, professional version. Mm-hmm. So the, you know, your gardeners and your rotaries and, uh, the, that type of the meat arts, they, they have it in stock. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, Power equipment dealers and things. They, I mean, that's, I know Mike kind of fills that channel up some, but, yeah. uh, and, uh, so, uh, are they, are they starting to grab and, and get on the boat? I mean, are they uh, yeah. uh, starting to see the advantage? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, a well, we really never had all our production was taken up on some of this OAM stuff. Now we have, we've increased our production. So now we're going to one after, uh, the next level at mm-hmm. the, you know, uh, the professional guys more so. So, so basically they can go to their outdoor power supplier and, and start to request it and that helps yes. get it in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Well, what, the, what is this stuff on the, on the hydraulics? Mike had mentioned something too. We just introduced it. Um, I've, I've had it out for about almost a year and uh, we re- we went to con expo a couple of weeks ago and introduced it there for the first time. And uh, so when hydraulic oil gets milky, they call it emulsified oil, even if it's, uh, there's a shade of water in it. And it's due to uh, you know, heating and cooling of the day, sitting uh, leaks, uh, pressure washers. And then we're hearing about, a lot about uh, just like putting depth uh, fluid in the, the hydraulic because they don't know where to put the depths. So we're, and so the, uh, so what happens is if there, if the oil is milky, increases viscosity, Mm -hmm. the acid number goes through the roof. It plugs your filters, increases pressures. It starts blowing hoses and it starts pitting your pumps. And so they, most people, oh, well, I got milky hydraulic oil. So they drain it out and put new oil in. Well, regardless of how many times you drain it, you can't get all the secondary orifices out of a, of a hydraulic system. There's just too much. Uh, I mean, nooks uh, and crannies. Yeah, it, and then uh, the oil coolers have turbulators in them, and those turbulators actually slow the water, uh, the oil down, and you can't get it clean out of there. So you can change the oil. We heard the Caterpillar here it was changing the oil up to seven times. Put new oil and run it. Get milky change it this if you've changed the oil you put this in you run it you'll clear it up and you can keep it running at that point or you, if you depends on the the tolerances of your system you can just change it out and it removes all the water it neutralizes the acids it brings lubrication back um so in some cases people uh run it or, or other cases they drain it out and put new oil in and then it's fresh and they put a little bit in to prevent it from happening and there's nobody has anything like this in the world up until now uh we're seeing 
people from all over the world. It's like we have these problems and it's, you really don't talk about it, but the word of mouth on this, we're, you know, people were running over from Canada and, you know, West coast and literally all over the world. It's like, we don't, we haven't really even advertised and, mm-hmm. but the problem's the problem. And, uh, I mean, we're, we had one case where, uh, a piece of equipment went in the river, it, it fell in the river. They pulled it out and, uh, use hydraulic oil fix it cleared it up they drained it out put oil in and it was run like virtually the same day Mm. so Mm. it's unique and uh on the website b3cfuel.com um you can go to hydraulic oil fix and there's a video on it and it's it's it's, it's, it's show you how to do it right in front of your eyes it's that fast it's amazing Mm -hmm. and that that that'll work with also the um the biodegradable type of hydraulic oils and stuff. It, it, it works on any oil. It works on gear oil. It works on engine oil. It works on transmission oil. It works on all oils. So if you have water in any of the oils, neutralize it. And then uh, emulsif- it, it, uh-huh. it de-emulsifies it, basically. It brings it back up into solution. It takes an emulsion, and it actually brings it back into c- clear and bright, wow. which nobody <laughs> has been able to do up until now. So you use that basically as repair, maintenance, and then also preventative, basically. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> you come up with some of the greatest things. I mean, it's and the thing is, it's all stuff that's applying to uh, small engines and big engines, and and uh, it's just it's just really neat, Brian. I, there's not a lot of people or places I talk to that that have as much fun doing it as you guys do too. So you you get out there and and, and uh, make it happen. Well, I, you know, I love a challenge uh, and it's just it's something that nobody else can do. But that's when I really dig in, uh, try to fix something. And, and it's always fixing something. I want to fix things. I don't if we if we can fix things and reuse and if we, if we can preserve, uh, you're actually saving the environment at that point, because it's uh, I mean, anytime you throw gasoline away you're is you're wasting a precious commodity if you throw oil away uh, chainsaw oil on the ground it's all about fixing and preserving and preventing um and that's where we're at so little- you, you've always been involved with the training too like you've got test kits instead of having to throw all that stuff out you've got test kits that'll tell whether it has water or has, whether it has ethanol or, or whatever in it. those are pretty cool too um yeah that's uh that's so we try to test fix and prevent so that's i always have the test up front we have a def test to see if your def is contaminated we have diesel contamination tests we have gas contamination and i also have a hydraulic test that's that's to see how much water you have in it Mm -hmm. y'all are busy ain't no doubt about it well it's it's been really uh it's actually I could do this forever. I love, I love uh, figuring things out. So this is, you know, if I, you enjoy what you do, then uh, it's, 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 it's not work. Yeah. Yeah. I know where you're coming from on that. I enjoy getting out there with all the guys. So, and you offer a great, uh, you know, solution to a lot of their issues. Sometimes they, they don't realize how, how all this stuff is affecting them, but they pull and they pull and they pull or their, their hoses break or they're this, that, and another. And, and uh, there are solutions to it. There's people out there like you guys that are that are thinking about it. 
Well, Brian, I, I thank you for taking the time today. And, uh, you know, if you come up with anything else, holler at me, man. We, we'll, we'll put together something. And, I do have some new stuff coming uh, on the environmental side. Uh-huh. Uh, and it's actually really neat. So maybe we'll do another one. Oh, very good. Very good. I want to say thank you very much. And uh, good sawing to you when you're out there testing that stuff. <laughs> thank you, Tim. We appreciate everything. That's uh, quite amazing. Uh, check them out on their website, b3cfuel.com. And uh, it, it, they've got a lot of neat products and things to look at. And it's thinking about uh, solutions to different situations that you have. So wish all of y'all good sawing. And if you have any questions, you can leave them on the comments and get to me on info at forcedapps.com. But um, uh, y'all have a great day and uh, we'll talk to you later.